Welcome to Let's Be Perfectly Queer. A queer podcast creating space for all things queer. My name is Archie. And I'm Katie. And we're your hosts. Questions of how you identify, seeking answers to clarify. Whether you're queen or somewhere in between, let's be perfectly queer. And this episode (laughs) is a new one. It's called Small Talks. Where we'll be talking about topics for a little bit of shorter structure. So you'll be looking at things maybe about... 15 to 20 minutes and hopefully we can get these hopefully we can get these ones out to you uh in between the longer episodes so you still get a little bit of bite of us i still think we should have called a small bite but or bite size or something like that but you know that's fine i like small talks (laughs) it reminds me of the of monsters and men song anyway this episode let's keep it short this episode's (laughs) about you and your story so today we're going to be talking a little bit about um my journey as a pansexual six woman six Sis woman. Yes. A little bit about my story and what it came to be. And it's a bit of a raw topic, mm-hmm. so um, you'll hear a, a bit of a wavering in my voice, I'm sure. But it's all uh, like getting to know me. Like we did one for you and now mm-hmm. this is one for me. And just embracing our community and showing you who I am and why I enjoy talking about the queer community and why it's so important to me. Yeah, so I hope you enjoy. Let us know what you think. And, and um, yeah, here it is, the first Small Talk episode. Yeah, I guess I'll talk a bit about my story just because I mean I'm the other half of this podcast. And That's true. It's and people I, like our most popular episode so far has been my episode because people want to know us. People are curious beings. I don't know. I think, but this is okay. I know actively this is a wrong thing to think, but you're like, you're a little bit more interesting than I am when it comes down to this. So like, But that's not true. Yeah, I know. But like... Because <laughs> a lot of people out there listening, and especially allies, won't know what pansexual is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Do you know what I mean? Trend, they're going to be like, oh yeah, we know what transgender is. It's in the, you know, there's um, a lot of people in the in the media and role models in the media, but do you see anybody who's pansexual out there really, or saying it as much? No, most people just identify as bisexual or they don't identify themselves as having a particular so for, so for you what is the difference between pansexual and bisexual so bisexual means you're you're either attracted to um, men or women mm-hmm. and I think that's still what the defining factor of bisexual is I don't think it incorporates anybody else apart from men men women. and women being cisgendered men and women yep and pansexual is more that you are attracted to anybody indeterminate of what their gender is and so for me personally and I think that they're um demisexual might classify as well because demi is I think it's that you're attracted to people by their personality I thought that was pansexuality no, I no, have no, no idea no yeah. there's a difference there's I actually a difference make some interlude music while I quickly look up do, 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 do. okay I'm wrong <laughs> So <laughs> that was really good. I liked that. It almost We're not keeping that in. No, we not? Because half of it sounded like I a dream of Genie and then there was a different song that I was like, Oh, I recognize this. Oh, I don't know. It was it's the first tune that came to my head. Demisexual is a sexual orientation in which an individual does not experience any pri- uh, primary sexual attraction. The type of attraction that is based on immediately observable characteristics such as appearance or smell is experienced immediately after the first encounter. That doesn't really mean much to me. I don't understand. Oh, here we go. Demisexual is a sexual orientation in which a person feels sexually attracted to someone only after they've developed a close emotional bond with them. See, this is, yeah, so I wasn't ir- incorrect. They don't find anybody attractive. Where, where pansexual could be like, oh, that person's attractive until you've made that connection. So it, it's... The thing about me hmm. is that I can appreciate someone's hot, 
Yeah, but a but a demisexual can't do that. That's what it's yeah, saying, no, right? No, Isn't that what it's saying? No, it's saying that they're attractive. Telling somebody that hmm, that's a good question. Can you I, identify somebody as hot without finding them attractive? Because there is a lot of people out there that I'm like, oh yeah, they're hot, but I don't find them attractive. Like I don't want to jump them. I don't know. We can ask our listeners. Yeah. It's a bit interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Pansexuality to me is like a non-based on gender. You love everybody. I love every. No, I don't. <laughs> jigger, jigger. No, I don't. I do not. I, that, that's the thing. I, I don't see gender as a factor. Identifying as pansexual has been something that only realized later on. Because, of course, I didn't realize what pansexual was when I was younger. And I was like, oh, I'm attracted to men. Oh, I'm also attracted to women. And then realizing that I felt more comfortable being with women because everyone's on a spectrum of like how lesbianic they want to be. <laughs> Not that they want to be, that they well, have to You sound to like them. a transformer lesbianic. Yeah, of course, if I have to be anything. And then from there, I just realized that like when I'm attracted to people, it's definitely not based on their gender. I'm, it's definitely more based on like the connection that I have with somebody because I could identify someone's hot and be like, oh yeah, like they're hot, but I, I don't want to have sex with them. It's very much based on like the connection that I feel with them. Yeah, that's that's how I identify. It's pretty good in that way, I think. I don't know. That's what pansexual is. Yeah. I'm like, how much more do I want to get it's into? It's up to you. Do you want to tell your journey? When did you realize? Um, uh, so I guess I'm like, I'm such a bad person to ask questions of. I see that. You were so, you were like in my throat when asking questions of me and you're just like, yeah, I don't know. No, this, is, this is how I am. This is, yeah, this is how I am. I guess I probably knew a lot earlier, but I don't really remember. I don't have very good memory. Generally. Yeah, a terrible memory. Yeah. I don't have a good memory for anything apart from work stuff generally. It's because your brain's filled up with all that medical jargon. It's useful. It gets me places. I think I definitely, when I got to high school, I remember being attracted to one of the girls there because I went to all girls uh, private school, which my dad now laughs at and be like, that's why you were a lesbian. And we're like, yeah, totally. You just steeped me in the women. Stereotype. <laughs> you steeped me in the women. I had no other choice. So... I remember being 12 and like starting high school and being like, I remember seeing one of the girls and being like, oh, you're attractive. And she was very masculine, but still I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, what am I, why am I feeling this? (laughs) I remember being from year eight to year 10, just not really understanding why I was having these emotions. And it's that whole thing of being like, how can I, how? And I, like, I grew up in a very Christian family and it was not a very it was an open environment to talk about that because it was well known that you don't be queer, you go straight to hell and that's what it is. And prior to that, I had a great relationship with my mum and I remember going through all these feelings and of course it's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hell. Oh my gosh, why am I having this sexual attraction? Oh, why am I attracted to women? And it just, it, I remember feeling incredibly uncomfortable and being a really sad time in my life. And there was, I was very depressed at that time and I had suicidal ideation and, and a lot of self-harm. And it's, it all just kind of comes together when you're questioning yourself. And at that point in time, I didn't really see any out for it. Like I just, I remember keeping on praying and being like, yeah, again, this is where praying comes into it. Be like, why do I have to be this way? Can this be all right? And then losing, I, th- I think I lost a lot of my faith at that time. And um, being like, I can't, like, why? Why would God make me this way? <laughs> that whole feeling, yeah, isn't can it? Relate, can relate. Yeah, yeah, right. And thankfully, I did have like 
I had really good friends around at that time and a lot of my friends as well ended up being, I don't know how we all found each other, but we're all queer. Find queers. <laughs> yeah, it's true, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, and then I just kind of got a little bit more used to it and it was good and ended up like really falling in love with the chick and having to – and then I told my mum. I remember in like year 11 and she'd seen that I was like really, really sad because I've always been a really happy, happy-go-lucky person. Happy-go-lucky. Um, I don't know. I'm not actually. You are showing your age. I'm 60 wrapped in the 30-year-old's body. I was about to say that. But like I, I've always just been a very happy kid mm. and I like even now I'm like always smiling and that just happens to be my default setting. Even when things aren't good, I will always still be smiling. It's the mask you put on. Continuous mask forever. I remember telling my mom and she was really concerned about me and telling her that I was bisexual and her being like, you're going to hell. It was from a place of, it was so funny because saying it, it was from a place of love because like she wasn't. It was of concern. It was a concern. It was being like, I don't want you. Oh gosh. Yeah. I don't want you to go to hell kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because like I still don't blame my mum for that because that's like part of what her religion. Her upbringing and she didn't know yeah. any better. Yeah, totally. It was the miseducation. Yeah, absolutely. And I must say now like. She's amazing. Just to jump into it. She loves me. We're best mates. Our, yeah, I know. <laughs> absolutely. Mum's one of our greatest supporters. She's so beautiful to have like so much queerness in our family now. And um, to have Archie and it's just, she's so great. But there was a long time that it was really difficult and I was really close to my mum and she, I lost her as like a close friend and ended up having to move out of home because it was such a horrible environment and um, it was very emotionally abusive as well as like threats of physically abusive. Um, and yeah, I moved out in 18 and yeah. And I guess like going into healthcare – um, even like when I started, there was, I remember working on one of the wards and like there being like all these Indian nurses and being so lovely, but also it was like, when are you getting a boyfriend? When are you getting a boyfriend? Yeah. Having the subcontext of being like, we don't do like uh, se- homosexuals here. Yeah, <laughs> We yeah. don't do this. And so it was always like something I had tired. And I think it was like my second year of nursing when I finally admitted because I had a girlfriend and I'd moved, had to move out yeah. with her when I left home. And her family were very supportive, which was so lovely. And I was very gracious for that. And um, I remember like later on having to like finally admitting that I had a girlfriend after like a year of nursing and being in this place. And all my friends being like, oh, my work friends being like, oh, so you're bisexual. I'm like, "Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that boyfriend that you mentioned all along was actually a girlfriend. Like, "Uh, yeah, funnily enough. So. Or yeah. some people just say partner and stuff and they never actually say the gender and people just assume. Yeah, they totally do. But now people assume more that you say if you say partner that you're talking about um, a same-sex relationship. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But yeah, so I think it's taken me a long time and even when I was younger, like I'm, I'm quite femme. Like people... You can people, pass as heterosexual. I can always pass as heterosexual and people were always just like, what are you doing? And there's actually a lot of bisexual hate out there. And I remember because um, my girlfriend at the time was a little bit older than I was, that being part of her group, which were mostly people, like mostly lesbians, the amount of like secondhand hate I got as oh, yeah. being bisexual, they were just like, oh, bisexuals always cheat. It's like mm. like undertone of being like, nah, bisexuals always te- cheat. You can't make up your mind. You can't stay, uh, faithful, <laughs> stay kind of faithful yeah. to one person. I remember going through all that and just being like, oh, God, you really have no idea. I, I, but I think that comes from people at the time just testing the waters and not actually being bisexual. Do you know what I mean? And then might have been the first girl for some people. 
yeah. and then they just go end up cheating on them with a boy because they were just testing the waters, and that's not a fair indication of bisexual people. No, Does absolutely, that make sense? absolutely, yeah. and and like granted, sexuality is still like a spectrum. Oh, it's that, fluid. It's it's just a, it's a fluid, ever changing yeah. journey. That's you know journey because I'm using your keyword. Yeah, it, and it's almost like every time you say that you're bisexual to like it's funny because you get both sides is mm. that if you say you're bisexual and your relationship with a woman who identifies you as a lesbian they're just like oh you're gonna cheat on me you just want to be with a man if you say it to a man they're just like oh and i'm stereotyping here sorry but you say it to a man they're let's just have like, a threesome let's have a threesome no i don't <laughs> want to have a threesome thank you very much i do not i would prefer to be with one person at a time and i tell you what after that comment not you but yeah, so, and then realizing what pansexuality meant later on in life, I was like, oh no, that's something that sits a little bit more with me. I've got to say now that I've, I identify more with pansexuality with any, than with anything else, it kind of sits better with me because it kind of sits with, better with like how I feel as a human and what my values are as a human is that like, I quite like being pansexual. I like gender not being a factor because like, as a standard of me, like I like to determine somebody's if somebody's a good person, not based on anything apart from their own personality and what they've developed for themselves. It shouldn't be based on anything else. And I like that being yeah. something. I think when we first started talking, you said bisexual and then like pansexual and then you kind of just moved to pansexual. Yeah. I think it's because I never really know if people understand what pansexually. I'm a trans guy. <laughs> I don't want to make assumptions about your knowledge about That's the true. queer That's community, bruh. I had to, you know, you have to kind of educate yourself a lot as a trans guy and work out where you fit in the, the rainbow spectrum. It's funny that. I like that word, rainbow spectrum. I do like rainbow mm. spectrum as well. I want to talk about later on, and this could be a topic that we're thinking about, but all the different things that people identify as. Because granted, mm. like, we've talked about three different things, which is being trans, or we've talked about a lot of different things, actually. <laughs> the things that most people know about is, like, is the LGBT. Yeah. Most people know about the LGBT. And there are a lot of things that we don't know about that are like even looking at demisexual. I'm just yeah. like there are so many other ways that people can identify. And I'm still learning everything every day, yeah. every single day. And I thought it was interesting because, you know, we're going to talk about internalized homophobia and that kind of stuff as well as just people saying, oh, LGBTQ and oh, so many other rainbow additives. And, and they think they're being supportive, but it actually comes across as quite negative and condescending like i have to remember more it's excluding people Hmm. is that if you don't want to exclude if you don't think that it's long and like if you think that it's too long just add a plus in there to add all the other people yeah to say lgbt plus if you're not comfortable saying everything else that means you're still covering everybody else yeah i mean sometimes i just want to put a plus on like our acronym for the son of our (laughs) our, our podcast but no it's one of those things that you just have to like there are so many other ways to identify out there. Don't be excusing yeah. people. Yeah, so that's that's your that's your journey. Yeah, if you've listened till the end, thank you very much. I know it's a little bit muddled, but I find it really difficult talking about it. And and this was the best way for you to be able to talk about it today. And like I'm sure a lot of people are going through the same journey, or there's people who have already gone through it and they identify and they live in that life that gay life, that queer life out there, like, good on you. Like, I'm really happy for you and I'm happy that that's something that you could do. And for people who haven't been able to or are going through this, like, there's people who support you out there. 
thanks for listening and to our friends and listeners over in Sydney for World Pride. Hope you are being safe and you're having a great time. Yeah, and we look forward to seeing all of your adventures on all of the social medias. Living up and being proud. It's it's great to watch. I'm loving the fashion, by the way. Yeah. And also our Prime Minister marching. The first oh. Prime Minister ever marching in a parade. And he's been doing it for 35 years. That warmed my heart so much. Well, thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on all the social medias and other places other platforms uh, thank you and we hope that we have been perfectly queer